Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, ESPN2, now on ESPNU. By the way, on the app, because I've been talking about it a lot because it occurs to me, a lot of people tell me, yeah, I get to work and I want to turn you guys off. But if you go to the app and you put in your, whatever you put in your ears, you can take us into work with you. We're mobile all of a sudden. You don't have to be in your car to hear us. You go to the app. You, you click on the right lower right-hand part. It says, listen live. You click on it. You scroll down. Boom. You're, we're right there. You hear us live. So, guys, we have a lot to talk about right now. What do you, what right do you click at, though? Lower right-hand lower side. Right listen corner. live. Then scroll down. Corner, yeah, corner. Yeah. Lower right-hand See? corner. Yeah. Just want to make sure you're getting it right now. Yeah, yeah, that's smart. Uh, I'm looking for it. That's right. <laughs> I have people looking in all kinds of wild places. It doesn't make sense. That's right. Uh, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. Guys, it feels so good when football is back in New York. You know, like, it's been irrelevant for so long. Thank God Robert Salas keeping receipts. When was the last time the Giants were in the playoffs? Uh, Super Bowl season. They haven't been in it since then. Oh, Odell party boat in Green Bay. Yeah, right, 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 right. That was the last so, time. That was a been. playoff loss. Like, since well, was I mean, the last time the they won a playoff though. game, you know? No, I just meant in the playoffs. I didn't yeah. necessarily mean winning or losing. Yeah, party boat. That's right. He also Party didn't. Folk. He also dropped passes in that. Oh God! Bad. Here we go. Nice, yeah, I said it on first take. I'm a huge Odell fan, but I tell take. the truth. When I he was did. on first take at the time, I said it. Everybody hear me. I said if Odell Beckham. That's Max. I yeah. Know, by you the were way, on first take, and I said yeah. it. And blah blah blah. Yeah, 2016. Yeah. No, 2016. It's a long time. You know. You know what else I said? We're going to get to it later. But I told people a lot of stuff about Aaron Judge. Boy, I look like as Marcellus used to call me Nostradamus today. I have a big nose, Jay. Nostril. Hey, yes, 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 Key. That's right. You got to. You know what? You got to in this As industry. As another former broadcast partner of mine used to say, Brian Kenny used to say it on ESPN. He said, sometimes if you don't toot your own horn, there's no music. You got to toot your own horn sometimes. Hey, football is back in New York City. Mm-hmm. Key, you were critical. So was I. So was Mike T. Mike Tannenbaum about they Robert Sala game, man. saying Stop. keeping receipts. But here he is at the Jets post-game presser, having beaten the lowly Cleveland Browns. Listen to this. You know, that whole fourth quarter, again, you just you have, a, you have an opportunity to seize the game, and then a couple of penalties here, a couple of drop passes here, but uh, um, proud of them, just, just a result, the regroup, and when we got that opportunity to take advantage of it and, and make something spectacular happen. Yo, Key, sometimes we sit here and we're like, did this team win it or did this team lose it? Think about what had to happen for the Jets to win this game. First of all, you have to recover an onside kick right away. What are the odds of that happening? But even before that, if Nick Chubb simply goes down before he punches it in, the game is over. All over. Done. The Jets have no way to win. They just take a knee. Done. Game over. It took a monumental blunder. When you say, is it more one team winning or another team losing, this is 100%. This is guy, you got to say, the Browns lost this game. You can't say the Jets. The Browns lost this game. It was won, if not for a, a mental error. Done. It's over. A, it, it, I look at it the same way in three games yesterday as I watched. I look at the Raider game the same. I look at the Miami Dolphin game the same. And I look at the New York Jet-Brown game the same. Those teams that were up should have closed them out. When you let teams hang around and you don't do the things that you're supposed to do, this is what happens. You wind up on the losing end of it. Yep. Now, give credit to the Jets and Robert Sala and his receipts, him and Jay, they 
you know, they they caucus and talk a lot yeah, package about, deal now. Caucus, you know, a whole deal. I seen you over there like, yeah, we see. He's doing a whole little, <laughs> little bitty thing. So yeah. I'm going to put you do? in there. Wait, what's he do, Keith? How do I do it again, <laughs> So I'm going to put you in there with Robert Tyler. Look, That's they fine. won the game. It was 31-30. They win. Yep. Yay to the Jets. Now, are the Jets going to win 10 games this year? No. That's why every win matters. They might not win anymore. That's why every win matters. And as much as you guys want to sit up there and key, you want to mock me on my face and receipts, they played inspired. They found a way. Oh, God. You know what? You guys, it's so funny. When the end of the season comes and certain people are like, well, this team gave it away. No, you don't don't talk like that. You You say, we got a a win. win. It's not my fault. Okay, so we're up. Maryland is up 10 points against us in a minute. We have a crazy comeback win. Nobody say, oh, Maryland, get, we got the win. But, Jay, can, can I just say, like, Key just lumped them in with other teams. This is the distinction I want to make. And do I hate on the Jets? Yup, I'm a Giants fan, so I hate the Jets. That's how it goes. But, but so I'm not pretending that I'm p- completely objective. But I do believe this argument, right? The other teams, whatever, they let them hang around, quote, unquote. In this game, Nick Chubb has the ball. As long as he doesn't punch it into the end zone, the Close game is over out. because Be they smart. have a lead and they're under two minutes. It's over. It's that over. is different to me. When you, when you make a mistake like that, that is a blunder. An yes. outright, you made the wrong decision, blunder. And if he doesn't do that, the game is over. Yes. Right? It's a wrap. Isn't that it's different than with. the other games like Miami let him hang around? It's different. This is like nah, but, 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 because but this the is secondary this... Miami game, the secondary just fell apart. Okay, but, but that's but, but, different but, but, than but, but, an but, error like this. Yeah, it's fine, but this is the beautiful thing about sports. People make bonehead plays. Stupid stuff happens. You got to take advantage. It's a beautiful thing. It's not my fault you mess up. It's my fault to take advantage of it. So yeah. even if you mess up and I don't take advantage of it, then what would the hairlines be? Oh, the Jets couldn't. They messed up. They blundered. Did you say it. what they, would the hairlines be? Headlines be. I think you said hairlines. He I, said hair, but I wasn't going to say that. I was going to let it go. Yeah, man. Hey, I'm hoping for a hairline back. He's talking fast. It's all I'm saying, all I'm saying is at the end of the day, if you blunder, so, it's my job to take advantage of the blunder. I hate when you did because I really thought I had an ironclad argument, but I think you win that one. It's true. I mean, I can't say anything to that. Look, and, you, they the, took advantage. The, the, the Jets took advantage of it. There's yep. no question about it. Garrett Wilson is one to keep. That's for sure. Um, I think he's a hell. Of, he's going to be a hell of a receiver for whoever the quarterback is going to be in the future for the New York Jets. They got one. I can tell you surely. Joe Douglas has done a tremendous job of assembling talent. There's no question about it. Um, I just don't know long term if that if the people that are in place now will be able to see that talent. You think a tremendous job? I think an okay job. I don't. I think he's done a tremendous job. I don't go to long term. Like Joe Flacco played like it was 2012 yesterday. It's complete impact. Like that's not part of your long term. All the way down the field, yeah. You you have a lot of substitution pieces in right now that you're trying to make things work. I mean, you're trying to stay afloat. They got to win. Nobody's expecting the Jets to have a 10-11 game win season. So that's why every game when you get a chance to steal when it matters. Blah, 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 blah. blah. Can we talk about what's really uh, important now? I'm down to talk about the g Oh, this is what I'm talking about. Forget about little brother. The Giants are 2-0. and And Key, mm-hmm. they did it the way you talk about you want to see a team play when they first start to take those steps, solid and sound, don't turn the ball over, you run the ball, you pick up positive yardage, you're not in third and longs constantly, the quarterback makes sound decisions. If it isn't there, he's not a superstar, he does what he can do, you know, tucks it when he needs to. That's the way they played. But what I'm worried about, and I was very, very happy with Saquon for a reason key I think you'll appreciate. He didn't have that crazy game like he had last week, but – 
when they needed him to in the second half, with all the defense focused on him, he ran between the tackles. He got positive yards early and early down. So, you know, first he, on first down, he picked up six yards, four, five, six yards on that run, and it would set up the offense nicely, move the chains, right? Mm-hmm. But I was thinking watching that game, if they don't have a receiver step up and loosen things up for Saquon, it's going to get harder and harder as the season goes on because every defense is going to know, just stop that dude. Well, they look, here, here's what I would say to you, Max, about the Giants, and you should be happy about this. They beat two playoff contending teams, right? Carolina Panthers are a playoff contending team because once they got Baker Mayfield, everybody went Baker Mayfield crazy. Oh, the Panthers got a shot now. They got a chance. So put them in the playoff, whether that's a 6C, 7C, 5C, whatever it is, they're a playoff caliber team. And then obviously a week ago we already know what the Titans are and where they were in the past, having the number one seed, getting Derrick Henry back last year before Ryan Tannehill decided to give way to the Cincinnati Bengals to go to the AFC Championship game and upset the Kansas City Chiefs. I would be happy if I'm a Giant fan of where the Giants are headed. Big matchup this week coming up against the Dallas Cowboys. That, where is that game at, by the way? Is that game in – I, in I Dallas? Think it, or, I think it's in Or is it in New York? Yeah. I think it's in I don't know. But whatever the case is, this will be a big game for both sides, but even a bigger game, in my opinion, for the Giants, because if the Giants win this game, they take another step headed in the right direction. The New York Giants, Max, could wind up being the Cincinnati Bengals of a year ago. Didn't really expect to put themselves in a position to compete. Then all of a sudden they look up and go, oh, my God. By we the way, ready to win the and division. this is without we Thibodeau. We ready to do this. Giants, They've been doing you know, this without their pass rusher. This is the, who, the, who's their pass rusher? Thibodeau, Thibodeau is supposed to be their pass rusher. They did, I have, hey, look, Max. I didn't even <laughs> know he was on the team. I you haven't know, seen him. Yeah, so, right. He doesn't have a sack in the NFL game yet. game is but. Monday night football. Yep. Next week, Giants are at home. Came out there a three-point favorite at home against the Cowboys. Now, if they can. So now, next the Cowboys, Monday night next in Monday New night. York. What's in New York. In Jersey. Yeah, what's so interesting to me about this is neither team really has a dominant Wait, quarterback. Obviously, Cooper Rush, Daniel Jones. What, what, what do you mean? 26. No, no. Oh, oh, 26 no, I, of this. I had to look. I'm, I'll be there. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll be at the game. Should we go? I'll be I just real. I just looked oh, at Monday my. Night. We, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, we should all we, go. We got no excuse not to go to this one. No, I'm going to go. I'm I don't know about y'all. Right, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I didn't know it was Monday night. I actually, actually thought it was a Sunday now that you told me. It's a Monday. Yeah, Monday. we, we got to go to that one. But, but anyway... <clears throat> So neither team has a dominant quarterback. Cooper Rush played the same way that I just mentioned Daniel Jones. Solid and sound, don't turn the ball over. But what both teams have is a lot of weeks they're going to have the best player on the field. Saquon Barkley, Micah Parsons, right? Those, a lot of times that's going to be the best player on either team, and that's going to make them live. And the fact that one's on the offense, one's on the defense is going to be a real interesting matchup to me. To me, it could come down to who plays better, Saquon or Parsons. Forget about the quarterbacks. They cancel out if they just don't make a lot of mistakes. Cooper Who's going to be more spectacular, <laughs> the pass rusher, the do-everything linebacker, or the do-everything running back, right? To me, it's the equation that Brian Dable has put together that is ultimately leading the Giants to where they're at. So I, I know what Brian Dable talked after the game, right, Max? On Daniel Jones' progression as a quarterback each week so far. I thought he played a good game. I thought he made great decisions with the football in his hands. He took care of it. He led the team down again um, to finish off a drive to win the game. Uh, so that's two good weeks, I'd say, for, for Daniel. Uh, made the right decision, took care of the ball when there was pressure on him. Uh, threw it away if he needed to throw it away. And then, you know, took off on that last naked there to get the first down to, uh, you know, he could have done a lot of different things. And he made the right decision under pressure in a critical situation. 
and he's taking steps, and I'm happy for him. Okay, Daniel Jones, 176 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions. That made some plays down the stretch. I'm happy with that. But let's be honest about it. The equation that Brian Dable has had, opening first couple of quarters, you muck it up. You make the game ugly. You try to drag the game to the fourth quarter. And I give Wink Martindale a lot of credit. I said no this doubt. last week, man. Great, great point. The defense is carrying the listless offense at times. Like, granted, it's Baker Mayfield, but they stayed aggressive. They're down four starters, including Thibodeau, including Williams. I can go through the laundry list of players that aren't on the field, but yet they continue to get different blitz packages. Yo, they, you're right. Wink is doing is a great job. Up. He's doing one hell of a job. He deserves more credit. We always go to the offense, but the defense reminds me a little bit more of the Giants' defense. It's getting back to that old-school Giants' defense to a degree. Yeah, to like, degree. by the way, Key, you should appreciate it. Very Parcellian, very Johnsonian, right? Don't turn the ball over. If you need to tuck it and run, do it. Try go. to find the open receiver. Don't try to do too much. Run the ball. Got to stay with the run game. Defense, hold it down. Even if the, you know other guys step up, if starters are missing, they're playing that way. They're playing like old-school Giants football. Well, and they're doing a good job of doing it. Along the way, there's an evaluation period for – the Giants to take a look at some of the younger guys that may be having contract issues coming up or guys that they want to move forward with. And along the way, you keep stacking up these wins. You're 2-0, and you look up, you're 3-0, and and all of a sudden you're 3-1 and and you're 4-1 and and you you fighting. Like I said, this could be, the Giants could be the Cincinnati Bengals of a year, oh, though, believe amazing. it or not. But you need Kadarius Tony. You need him to get his head wherever, wherever it is. You need him to get out of it. You, I, yeah, I know I Brian know Dable. I know Brian Dable. You know, started Seals, didn't start Kenny Galladay. And Kenny Galladay, he asked him, you know. Yeah, you're not going to win a whole lot of games with Seals playing. That's what I'm saying. You need need your guys to get paid the money. You need your star players to add that another addition to Saquon Barkley, to Daniel Jones, to to the defense. Because that, that defense from Dallas, man. Like, I saw what they just did to the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm not talking about Galladay. I'm so glad you brought up Kadarius Toney. The reports out of training camp in the preseason about Kadarius Toney is essentially that he didn't want it, that he was lazy, that he was slacking, that he wasn't really a high-motor guy, right? And by the way, a lot of those used to be code words and still are for Mm. certain kinds of uh, players that look a certain way, right? So I understand that. But then sometimes it actually applies to a guy, you know, whatever he looks like. And, and, and Tony is, I think, out of favor with the coaching staff, which is why he didn't play a lot. But when he was on the field, even without going his way, he had an impact on the game because you've got to respect his athletic ability. The Giants are going to need Kadarius Tony in particular, I think, he because when I look at what they got on offense, he's the one who has athletic pop, right, of the receiving core. And if he can get it going and they can get him going, that's going to let Saquon have that enormous season I was talking about. Otherwise, every week the defense is just going to stop Saquon. It's going to get harder and harder. But if Kadarius Toney can get it going, it's going to be a problem for teams stopping the Giants, stopping especially Saquon, to me. I think he's key. Yeah, it, it sounds like, though, he might be in like a, the doghouse, so to speak. It may sound like he may not ever have an opportunity to show his stuff. Uh, maybe they've evaluated him enough to feel like they're going to move on from him at some point. Um, mm. Because you, you don't – I mean, like, where's he at? What's he doing? They're not putting him in the game plan. He's not involved. So to say that he needs to come along, Max, they got to bring him along. Yep. They've got to put him out on the field and implement him into the game plan for him to be able to do anything. But I kind of like Brian Dable's strategy. Earn it, man. 
This, this, this so, is this yeah, is a whole trying to break, but trying to break people down. Yeah, and, but, but keep, trying to help them. No, but, but not but, break but, it down. Not, not break it down. down. It's like here's an opportunity. Go out and take it. Like it's a clean slate, a new coaching staff. So all the things that before that you did. How many like, snaps did he? How many snaps did he get? Not a whole bunch. Not man. a lot, man. But in so the, how could he take anything? No, no, no. What Jay is saying to me, Jay, correct me if I'm wrong. Here's the issue. Let's say Tom Coughlin or someone like that, and he won Super Bowls. Very tough to tell a guy with a cohesive um, philosophy. Like you, Key, you have a cohesive way that you look at football. So did Bill Parcells, right? That's why I say you're Parcellian. Very tough to tell someone who has that overarching philosophy, this is a certain way we're going to do things, that this one player ain't doing it that way, but you're going to make an exception for him because he can help you. Because then the philosophy starts unraveling. And, and, and the team, it, it doesn't win the same, it doesn't function the same way. So how does coach thread the needle bringing Kadarius Tony along while not selling out his own philosophy, right? If he doesn't see Kadarius Tony doing the things behind the scenes where he earns those reps, how do you do that? Well, see, if, 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 if what you're saying is correct, Max, then his philosophy is there, then he should try and figure out, coach should try and figure out if this player is good, how to get him to get in line so he can help him win football games. I think that's what Jay don't is saying. Alienate, a, don't I, alienate him by, you know, pushing him off to the side, not giving the yeah. reps, because what happens is you lose the player. Yeah, but I, Unless you've already lost him, and if you've already lost I don't know, because I'm not inside the Giants' locker room or on the field practice, and I'm not talking to the head coach or anything like that, but I can tell you just from experience and being in locker rooms and around players in football – that if you start to treat them a certain way, they will check out on you, and especially if they think they got talent. You know, so I, I, I love I, that, I, Jay. You can't just throw up your hands okay. and be like, well, this well, guy, you got to figure it out. I don't think Brian Dable's doing that, though. I don't think right. Brian Dable – Brian Dable doesn't strike me as a guy that comes into the locker room after this team wins games and is reciting you know, Biggie Small's lyrics, right? Like, he's – everything I hear about him from people in the organization, he's a very people-oriented person. So for me, like when I talk to guys in the locker room, they're saying, well, you know, some things just have to be earned and it happens over time and nothing is given. Like, it, so you see personality traits in people and he got more, look, they came, I mean, compared to game, game one, yeah, he played more. more minutes and yeah, that's what more. it is. Hey, and you build them into it. I want to bring this up before we get out of here, guys. Where are we going? Aaron Judge not only hit mm. his 58th and 59th home runs. Can I, can I toot my own horn again? I told you before the season started he was going to hit – I didn't say he was going to. I said he had a chance to hit 60. People told me I was crazy. He's going to do it. The other thing I told you about a month ago, going back, at least three weeks ago, before a single other person said it, I noticed he was hitting 297 and the league leader was at 327, batting average, but that he was in a funk not hitting home runs because this year the reason he's had extra success is instead of going the opposite way, he's pulling the ball more. Mm-hmm. Got a little pull happy. He started hitting the ball the other way. The home runs weren't coming back right away, but I noticed – the base hits the other way. And I thought, wait a minute. If he's at 297 and he ticks up 12, 15 points and the league leader ticks down 12, 15 points, he could not only win the decoupled crown, which means 10 categories, RBIs, runs, on base, total bases, slugging, all the important stuff, right? He could also win the traditional triple crown, home runs, which he got a huge lead, RBIs, he got a lead, batting average. It would take not likely, but not impossible. He had to go up 12, 15 points. Leader had to come down 12, 15 points. He's now one point. Now, Max, you got your fix. He's one point <laughs> off the batting average. He, I mean, he's the MVP. He's There's one not even a point. debate, right? No, not only not is he clearly MVP, 
And not only is he going to break the home run record, the dude has a real shot to win the traditional triple crown. It's only been done, done once in the last 45 years. So, so the home run record is 73? Well, that's the fake, you know, home run with help record. Max. It's also yeah, the it, National it League is. record. No, it is. It, yeah. it, it, the American good. League record, which is the clean record, is 61. So he's going to break that, it looks like. He's going yeah. to he smash that, right? How many more? How many more games are left? We're in. Got the, left? He's got. Uh, I don't even know the number of games, but he's got we, fourteen games. Fifteen to hit, games to hit. Fourteen games to hit two home runs okay, to tie the record. Oh, he'll do it. Yeah, he should. He'll do, do it. it. Yeah, not impossible I mean, that but, he does or he doesn't. Way, but he should. Can I, you talk about the beautiful alignment of all these things you just articulated, Max, in a contract year? In a contract year. Oh my. Goodness. That's what made me think about Lamar. <laughs> I saw what Judge did. I was like, oh. okay, keep playing with Lamar's money. Watch what happens. Because Judge just made himself an extra $100 million. Easy. $100 million. I wonder what that number is going to be, Key. Because the Yankees I, I, can't let this guy go. Can't let I mean, you're going to pay. He's up to make, over $300 million. He'll make money no matter if it's the Yankees or somebody else. He's going to be good to go. He could stop right yeah. now and be good. Yep. Yeah, he might, he might go to 350 if the Red Sox and Dodgers get involved. All right. Are the Man, Packers? We're already rich. Are the Packers? Yeah, everyone could use Aaron Judge. Is it, are the Packers still the best team in the NFC North? And how close are the Vikings to Green Bay in that division? The way the Vikings look week one. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio. Everywhere you are. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. To a shotgun. Back to throw. Looking, looking, looking. Steps up. Fires. Touchdown. Again. It's Waddle. Touchdown. Second half, we came in and, and played the way, way we wanted to. That's what I'd say about that. His sixth touchdown Six pass touchdown of the day. All the hitters out there, man. Who's saying Tua can't do this, can't be that? I really hope you soon jump on jump on his bandwagon, man. The Miami Dolphins. How about that? And they beat the Ravens 42 to 38. What a football game. Tua gonna need a real barrel after the season. The tote his money, his boatload of money. <laughs> Keyshawn J. Will and Max ESPN Radio are presented by Progressive Insurance. Guys, Ben Lieber, former NFL linebacker and Vikings radio sideline reporter, is with us now. What's up, Ben? What's happening, guys? What's up, Ben? Ben, before we get into the Vikings and Eagles, I want to get your thoughts on what you saw Sunday. What did you think 
of Tua's performance. Jay thought it makes him the greatest quarterback of uh, all time. Key says because see? he's short, he'll never be <laughs> ben, good. Ben, I, on the other hand, Ben, think it, it was a nice performance. What did you think? I thought it was his best performance yet, Ben. How about that for me to clarify? Okay, Jay, Jay I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. That was the Thank best you. performance yet. And it was, it was a great performance. I mean – Look, I'm I'm starting to become a believer. I was I was one of the ones that that doubted him and everything that Tyreek was talking about in the summertime. Like, well, all right, it's just Tyreek just pumping up, you know, airing up the tires of his quarterback. You know, there's there's nothing more than that. And after these two weeks, man, this guy can sling it, and he knows where to put the ball. These guys are getting open for him. I would say conceptually, uh, the X's and O's are are outstanding. They're getting these guys wide open, and it's it's unbelievable to have Tyreek Hill so wide open when you know that he's going to go deep. Um, how about Lamar Jackson's performance, Ben? What, what about the fact that, that he bet on himself this season and he's pulling an Aaron Judge so far, it looks like? Look, man, I, I think that he, he always has moments in the season where he looks great. He looks MVP level. I'm still on the fence about whether or not I would trust him in down the stretch, going in the playoffs consistently. Um, look, I, I understand where the Ravens are coming from not giving him a huge contract. I, I love the fact that he's betting on himself. Um, so this is going to be one of those storylines we're going to watch all season long is how, how well he plays when he's got a chip on his shoulder every single game. Maybe this is exactly what he needs. But, you know, I've seen too many games where he'll, he'll just throw the ball in the dirt uh, for no apparent reason. Um, his passing's inconsistent. He obviously can run and make some plays. But I don't know, man. At some point in time uh, – a defense is going to make you throw the ball, and you got to become a quarterback. Oh, Ben, can we talk about this defense for, from the Ravens for a second? Uh, what was Mike McDonald doing? I mean, what, what was their secondary doing? I mean, Tyreek Hill in single coverage. I mean, even that last bomb, I mean, them playing sitting back in the zone. Was it just them being content that they were up so many points? Like, why settle for defenses like that? Well, it even looks like they were, they were too high safety deep as well. So, you know, one of the safeties has to have one of his eyes on that side of the field where Tyreek's at. Yeah, obviously the other the backside safety, the weak safety has to see it as well. But um, I would just I would just look at it as far as all the cheese that was given out in front of them. You know, they were baited into looking at things that were short and intermediate when that's not their job. You know, we hear it all the time as far as defensive players, especially just do your job. You know, if you've got if you've got deep half the field and you take care of that half the field, you don't let anything deep. If they throw it 18 yards and you got to come up and rally a tackle. All right. That's fine. That's a little body blow. But you can't let a guy go streaking across the field and, and vertically when he's got world-class speed. So um, I think that they just got undisciplined, and they got under, undisciplined too many times. Ben, we talked about two quarterbacks so far, buddy, in, in Lamar Jackson and Tua and what they were able to do or not do. Last night we got a chance to see Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers took care of business. They got out of there with the W against the Chicago Lonely Bears in a young quarterback. Are the Packers still the team to beat in the, in the NFC North? Come on, man. Come I, I on, man. No way. To, I just, <laughs> just, I'm just asking. Did you, look, it's, it, is, it is real hard for me as a, as a Vikings radio sideline analyst to say that everything's going to go through Green Bay this year after what happened last week. Look, I, I'm, I'm not saying that it – Things would be things would be different if Lazard had played. Things would be different if they had both tackles last week. But um, I think the Vikings are the team to beat in the NFC North, and I truly believe that. Um, I think Green Bay they look better, but 
where are the Bears at? That's the thing. Like, where where are the Bears at? Offensively, the Bears, uh, they look terrible. They couldn't do anything. There's no rhythm. They have no trust in the quarterback to get the ball down the field. They had to run the ball to, for success, and it worked. But um, you're not going to win a lot of games by by rushing the ball like that every single game. And uh, at some point in time, again, you know, Justin's going to have to make some key throws and be the man. And, you know, I just don't think that they were facing great competition last night. They looked they looked good. They didn't look great. Um, still remains to be seen what we see out this Vikings team, especially tonight with the Eagles. But I think right now uh, you look at the totality of all three phases, I think the Vikings are the team to beat. And so you look at the head-to-head matchup and you feel like the Chicago Bears were not the same opponent that the Vikings were for the Green Bay Packers. But the Vikings, you mentioned it just now, being that they take on the Philadelphia Eagles tonight and they go to Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia, so you know those guys down there are going to be drunk, they're going to be partying, it's going to be crazy. <laughs> Philly fans are out of their minds. If the Vikings go into that building and get run out of it, now what do we think about the Vikings? <laughs> then we'll have the excuse of saying, hey, we've got a first-year head coach, and, and, we've, and we've, got to, we've got to find some, uh, some rhythm. So we, we've got a little bit of, a, of an out and excuse there, but like, I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, obviously, this Eagles team is very, very good. I mean, they can run the ball, and that zone read is going to present so many challenges for this defense they didn't, they didn't face last week in, in Aaron Rodgers. So, um, yeah, they're, they're going to get their yards, absolutely. Um, that's the biggest thing about this Vikings team that we've talked about all offseason is it's not so much the offense that we're worried about. This offense was nearly a top-10 offense, even with a rookie – offensive coordinator last year our problem has been the defense can this defense rise up and get some stops get some get some two-minute drill stops get out get off on third down don't give up big plays on crucial down and distances all the money downs you got to get off the field that wasn't happening in the last two years and what we saw last week against Aaron Rodgers um, it looks like this defense knows how to apply pressure they're implementing this new uh, 3-4 defense that seems to suit some of our players really, really well. And so all they, I think they need is some some confidence. They're going to get tested tonight in the run game. They've got to be really, really gap sound. Linebackers have to be very patient on that zone read so that they don't get that play-action slant behind them. Um, it's going to be tough, but I think the Vikings can do it. Got to account for A.J. Brown. He looks to me to be the difference on this team, on this Eagles team, that if they're going to take the next step, I think that's the addition that does a big, strong, just excellent overall receiver. That's saw that ben, in week one. Yep, that's Ben Lieber, NFL linebacker, Vikings radio sideline reporter. I like the Vikings tonight. Thanks, yes. Ben. Right, Bandwagon. Thanks, Max. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I do. Right, um, so the Bills have another chance tonight to prove that they're the best team in the AFC. What should we expect from Josh Allen? That's coming up. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. 
Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So, guys, Yates was talking during commercial break uh, about this. Yates, explain what happened. This is this is like an interesting question. Seven dollar parlay. So I need to know. So this dude over the weekend had a twenty five leg seven dollar parlay to oh. win a little over a million dollars, right? So he put seven dollars down to get seven a million. Da- seven down to win a million. He needs twenty five things to go right, Key. So okay. Saturday happens. He's now two legs away. Ooh. He needs the Michigan State Ooh. over. Total points for the game, I think it was like 48 and a half, and he needs Texas A&M to win by seven or more. Mm-hmm. So he's offered a cash out of like 130000 midway through the day. Oh, I'm going to take that. Then, But he tries to do it. FanDuel won't let him cash to join out, so he sets, he sits let it ride again, and then it comes back 230000 as a as a cash out offer. Why they wouldn't let him? I don't know. So long story short, he gets the cash out. He cashes out because, you know, who knows hits. what would happen? That's a lot of money. But then the last two legs of his parlay hits. Oh, so he I, basically I cashed out the million dollars. Key, I'm, Key, I'm with you all day. Yeah. Let me, all day. Jay, Jay let, me, let me tell you why. All day you got to cash it out. Man, because when you $7. Put, yeah, when you put the seven bucks down, all you had was seven bucks, right? Exactly. And you're trying to win a million. At, at the point that they say you can have 230, you can't think of the seven. You have no. to say, I got 230. Would I put a $230,000 bet down on the next two things happening to win a million? Hell no. You already won. You, you won. won. You, you got to cash out. It's just like if, so, if you gave me seven Jay's bucks. Jay's not cashing out. No. If, Jay's if, rich. If, if, if somebody says, I'm going to give you seven bucks. I mean, I give you seven bucks, Max, and you say you're going to give me 10000 or I can wait to get to 100000 Man, give me my 10000 Hell Dude, yeah. For seven Yates. bucks. Nobody's thinking Yates. about it. I'm a, I'm a little bit crazy, though, Yates, because if I know if I'm, I'm Man, in it for that, $7, if I'm in it for $7, I only have two more to hit. I'm letting it ride, man. But I'm, you're I'm, not I'm, in it for is, seven anymore. See, now Jay, you're in it for I'm not in it for two thirty because so I'm not going to lose two thirty. I'm only going to lose. Yes, you will. You will lose two thirty. It's your it's money. Right. That two thirty belongs to you now. Okay. Yes. Well, well I, I got a question. Though. Different than you guys. I yes. got a question. Jay so Jay, 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 you know how we get parlays and stuff. So if you did a little small seven dollar bet to win a million, 
why not then? I mean, it's easy to say now, but would you put that same bet in twice? So you have yeah, the opportunity exactly. to win the bet Double straight out, and then you have the opportunity to cash out if, in fact, But, you but know, the no, fact is the 230 belongs man. to you, Yates. Crazy. That's your 230 now. It's your 230. So, so here's the real question. You ain't would you put a 200? people that don't gamble, though. Would you put a two? I do gamble okay, from time all right, to time. I don't, Jay, get, you, I don't you make games. You can play that I don't gamble if you want to. You know damn well you're taking that 230. This is like when you're up on the house, you're at the blackjack table. I'm up 10 Gs. Man, that 10 Gs is yours. Don't put it on the Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the more tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap live radio. ESPN radio everywhere you are. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, O.K., you know who that's that Benny. is you're listening to? Man, that's Benny the Butcher, man. Benny Joining the Butcher. Butcher. 9.30 a.m. Don't miss the rapper and Bill's major fan. No Benny doubt. the Butcher, son. Is he, is he the biggest Bills fan? Is he like the most big? Son? In popular culture, is Benny, Butcher, Benny the Butcher the biggest Bills fan? It's somebody else that's fan? a big. It's somebody else that's a, a musician, rap artist that's a big Bills fan too. I'm trying to think of who it was. By the way, this Monday night football preview we're about to do is pr- brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio, now on ESPNU. By the way, and o- also if you want to get bars, us man, on the app, he got the keys. Just doesn't that what the kids say? He got bars. Nah, Benny and got bar. bars though. He, <laughs> no cap. No, no cap. No cap. Oh Benny, Benny? Hey, Benny, yo. Say, don't say that. It don't sound right, man. I, Key, I'm cool with who I am, dog. I'm straight. <laughs> I'm cool, baby. <laughs> no cap. Don't, I'm confident. We too old to be saying no, no cap. I can't, right. I can't do it. I'm not even trying to go down that route. Like no salary cap? What is he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Facts. 100. Facts. Facts is a good one, too. Uh, Facts, yeah. Facts. 100. You know what I do like, though? Let me tell you, of all the recent ones, let me tell you the best one. Um, uh, say Less. Say Less is a good one. Say Less is a good one. My man, Say Less. And when you hear Say Less, you go, you know what? That should have been around for decades now. It makes so much sense. Yeah, yeah. I hit Yates with that all the time. Yeah, say why less. Say No More? Say Less. Say I got less. you. I, you don't need to say nothing. Say Less. I hear you. And depending on, on how you say page. Say Less, it could be taken as an angry thing. Like, all right, Say Less, bro. Like, yeah, oh, but it, it depends on how it, it depends on nah. how you deliver it and yeah. when you deliver it. For say sure. less because Very instead versatile. of say no more, say no more. You said too much already. Say less. I got you. I said say less to some people that really didn't know what I was saying, and I had to explain it to them. But they key, that's a relatively new. In other words, like you you will use new slang if it hits you the right way, right? Say less hits you the right way. Yeah, but certain people shouldn't even be using it though. Right? Say less. 
slang. They should just stay. <laughs> it does not fit certain It doesn't right. trip off the right. tongue the right way, yeah. yeah. It's like, nah, man, I get it, bro. That's bruh, not but it. That's yeah, not it. Not. Right, you that's may, not it, CJ. You may not want to say that. doesn't fit your profile. <laughs> when I really feel that way, I'll say, as the kids say, say less. Say less. <laughs> you see what I mean? As the kids say, man, we're old. And you guys are. Uh-huh. You're older than I am. You guys are both a lot older oh, than me. Oh, that's the difference. It is time for the Monday Parlay. Monday is a great day for a parlay. You cannot play if you don't listen to what I'm saying. This is the Monday Parlay. All right, KJM, Monday Parlay. Jay? Do you recall what you uh, what you took? I always recall what I t- I recall what you even take. You did. Next. I'm, that's why I'm asking. I, I need to know I, first. I do it. you recall? Because then you can take it away. I got it. I got it. So, Buffalo Bills ten point favorite. I'm taking that all day long, just because the last time these two teams played, don't you remember Josh Allen had that QB? Sneak? Which two teams, Jay? The Buffalo Bills and the Titans. Mm-hmm. That's the game we're talking about. Oh, yep. I guess I should have. Yeah, I should have <laughs> talked through it. The Buffalo Bills and the Titans. Yeah. Games in Buffalo. Okay, 10-point favorite for the Bills. I'm taking the Bills all day. Last time these two teams played last year, QB sneak, Josh Allen was held short on the goal line. They came up. It was a huge win for the Titans, kind of catapulted their season. This is a revenge game, and I think that rush defense is going to stop Derrick Henry, and that's going to be key. Because that rush defense for the Titans didn't look much in week one, did it? No, it did not. All right. What is the second leg of the parlay, Key? Do you remember what you took for the second leg of the parlay, or would you like me to tell you? No, it's Jalen Hurts, total yards, uh, of passing yards, 239 in a hook, as a y'all hook. like to say. Yep. But uh, I'm taking him say over. Less. I, think, I, think he, uh, I think he'll throw for close to 300 and some change. Uh, this is going to be one of those games where you know Kirk Cousins is going to put the ball in the air, and they're going to have to allow this young man to do the same. Yo, say less. No cap, say less, and that ain't it, right, <laughs> no guys? Cap, say less. Also, yeah, NFTs. Facts. Oh All facts, NFTs, right? Facts. 100. How do NFTs get involved? I'm pretty sure that Can has something to do Kirk with cutting edge stuff, NFTs. NFTs. So Kirk here's, Cousins has an NFT? Yeah. yeah. You have an NFT. I don't know if I do or not, <laughs> yeah. man. I, no I cap. Even know it. It's just like a, it looks like a video to me. Yep, no cap on the NFT, Keith. Oh, God, stop. <laughs> so, 100. 100. So... KJM Monday Parlay. Jay has Buffalo 10-point favorites they're going to cover. Key has the over on Jalen Hurts total passing yards, 239, and a hook. Not everyone can say and a hook like Key does, but Key is an experienced guy in this sense, so it trips right off his tongue. And I am taking Minnesota's getting two and a half points. I like it. You like it? I got to tell you, I'm not so sure about Jalen Hurts so far this season. I think they're going to be a problem with the run game because he can, he can run for sure. He's got to see the middle of the field better. Now, A.J. Brown goes a long way for them. But Minnesota's good. They look good week one. And even if the Eagles win, I think it's going to be really tight. So if you're going to give me the points on Minnesota, i got to take them. All right. So there you go. There's our parlay. I probably should have taken another one because if Key's taking the over on Jalen Hurts' passing yards, maybe I should not take that. But nevertheless, this is what's happening. Guys, how yes. close are the as soon as you gotta take some touch typing courses, uh, Shannon. How close are the Cowboys and Jeanettes to the Eagles? I was just reading what what, what uh, Shannon wrote. 
Is that what he's doing, Matt? Yeah, or the Giants? How close are the Cowboys and Ginats to the Eagles? <laughs> the Nats? The Ginats. What? How close are they to the Eagles? That's the question. What do you think, Key? For real. <laughs> oh, I thought, well, I thought you were getting ready to tease No, no, I'm going to tease. Key, Key, I'm with you. What are you doing? I'm, I'm, no, no. Lost. I'm going to tease something in How a second. How close are the Giants yes. to the Eagles and the Cowboys? Yes. I would say I, very close. Mm-hmm. I would say very close just based on what I saw out of them the first two weeks of the season. The Eagles will certainly can pull away in my mind if they go and take care of business against the Minnesota Vikings in a certain fashion. The Cowboys mustered up a victory against the Cincinnati Lonely Bengals with Cooper Rush at quarterback when many of us in the sports world felt as though the Cowboys season was over once they lost Dak Prescott. Originally it was diagnosed eight weeks, then it dropped down to four. So Cooper Rush won the one game. The Giants got the Cowboys on a Monday night next week. It'll tell us a lot about what the Giants are playing the Cowboys on a Monday night, division foe. They know each other. But Cooper Rush is the quarterback along with Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, Parsons. It'll be a good game. I think the Giants are close, but not quite there yet. Yeah, I would say the Eagles are the best, then the Cowboys, then the Giants. The Eagle, the Giants are right on the Cowboys' heels. But at the end of the day, I believe in that Cowboys' defense more than I believe in the Giants' defense. And I still have some questions about the O-line, even though it's looked better but it doesn't mean that the Giants can't grow into that team throughout the course of the season to compete with the Eagles when it's all Luciano and some of those smart interior linemen pickups they made were a little bit overmatched at times this last week. I think that the Giants have a chance to be better than the Cowboys. Yeah. And I think that the Eagles the Eagles are good. But, you know, let me tell you something. You know how uh, you know, like I know a lot about boxing, right? But then because of that, I was in a position where I got to learn a lot more from Teddy Atlas, Emmanuel Stewart, Roy Jones, right? Watching fights, talking to it. Well, I've been in a, I put myself in a position where I get to learn a lot from Keyshawn Johnson, right? So my football IQ is getting higher and higher. And I know one thing: you don't want a short little quarterback running around like. Jalen Hurts. You want a nice tall drink of water like Daniel Jones. Short see, quarterbacks can see over can see over his line. Well, can Jaylen see the Hurts, whole field. Jalen Hurts is not small, buddy. How tall is Jalen Hurts? Six one. Six one. That barely qualifies, but okay, fine. But Max, Daniel Jones, all, nice why, and tall. Why do you always grab your mic, man? You always grabbing it. Cause I, I'm an MC, man, a mic controller. I control the microphone, man. <laughs> Just, that's I'm no cap. Mercy. That's no cap. One hundred. Also, you, NFT. You're the, the KRS one of of ESPN, right? Yo, Dunn, That's that's <laughs> NFT. Yo, Dud. That's NFT. No Saints Super Bowl hopes rest squarely Facts. on how well Jameis Winston plays. Facts. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN two. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live weekday morning starting at six Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN two.